Hello everyone, welcome back to the Galaxy's Greatest Podcast about the two great 90s space station shows, Babylon 5 and DS9, but today we're talking about Star Trek Lower Decks, specifically Season 2, Episode 8, I Excretus. Okay, Bob, start off and just explain the title to me, because I watched the episode and I'm still lost, it's, there's something here. It's Boimler's uh, Borg name. Oh, how did I miss that? I, I'm really glad I got to deadpan that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> in fairness, they only say it once or twice in it towards the very end of the episode. Yeah, somehow I completely missed that part. Well, I did love this episode, though, I have to admit. This is probably the, one of the better episodes, especially it's just full of Easter eggs and all kinds of cool stuff from Star Trek. I, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. I do think it got a little too hyped up for me. Uh, just like in in general, like Twitter buzz, and then like I I really liked it, but I just I don't know, it, it's not my favorite. Like I, I enjoyed it though. That's just because you're addicted to Twitter, because I, I I didn't notice any of the buzz. <laughs> Somebody's got to drive the engagement. I'm out yeah. there, I'm grinding, I'm posting those motherfucking Bob's memes. Our, our, our social media master, or uh... <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'm a master, but I'm grinding. Yeah. All right, so. Uh... In the A plot, Starfleet Drill Administrator Shari Yim, a Pendronian, comes aboard the Cerritos to have the bridge crew and lower decker swap place for a series of hollow tests based on original series and next generation episodes. Yep, yep. And then in the B plot, we have Boimler, obsessed with achieving a perfect score, manically going on multiple runs through a hollow test of infiltrating a board cube. These are not my original synopses, Bob, so thank you for cleaning those up for me. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, you got to do a better job uh, copying pasting from Memory Alpha, Matt. <laughs> anyway, so what was your, uh, who's your favorite character of the episode? Uh, God, I hate admitting this. Uh, truly, this was Boimler's shining episode, Matt. Uh, I do have to say for a really dark moment when he opens the drawer and it's full of uh, Borg babies, I actually <laughs> thought he might kill them. Yeah, I, I was happy to see the Borg babies back. His uh, Boimler was my favorite character too. His, those multiple runs to that Borg simulation, those were hilarious. And he, uh, like each time, he had more Borg babies. I think attached yeah. to him. <laughs> the ultimate transformation at the end. Him, you know, just yeah, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love how broken he is at the end of the episode too. Like, I think the last line of the episode is something like, "They took everything that I was." <laughs> like, it's so funny. Is it zooms in on his uh his actual score? You know, it was at only an eight percent when his goal was to get like the hundred, and he was at like ninety eight until they told him he had to keep doing it. <laughs> All that work for nothing. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I like him a lot more when uh, Captain Freeman calls him Mister Boimler instead of like that. That just for some reason that just sounds a lot better. I like that. Yeah, his name's kind of comical, like when you hear it that way. Yeah, yeah, in that original series, kind of like Mr. Sulu, Mr. Chekhov sort of way. So my favorite joke in this is when the senior officers are having to stack the barrels while the ship is under attack by, I think, Klingons and then the Q and the Jem'Hadar, like different different versions. And I feel like that would be the tedium that you and I would experience on a starship. Yeah, yeah, no, that that was a pretty great gag. And I love, like, Shaq's, like, thinking he's cracked it. And then, like, the ship shakes again, and everything crashes. <laughs> that was good. That was good. 
Yeah. I would say my favorite gag was probably how like Mariner and Boimler both had like PTSD from their simulations, but whereas you know Boimler was assimilated or hollow assimilated, Mariner just had to see the orgy in the naked time, and that's just like haunting her for the rest of the episode. It was very good. Yeah, they really pushed the boundaries with that part. I was like, they've done that a lot in this season as far as like incorporating sex into it. Yeah, yeah, both both the mirror universe and then especially the uh, the naked time, naked now tributes were very, very yeah. <laughs> sexually explicit. My favorite line in this episode is when Boimler is with the Borg Queen, and the Borg Queen says, "A remarkable creature, your design very nearly passes as human," and Boimler's like, "I am human," and the Borg Queen goes, "Ew, well then you need to drink more water. Your skin is a mess." But still, I think I should add your biological distinctiveness to our own. It's kind of our thing. So basically, <laughs> the Borg Queen confuses Boimler with an android. <laughs> okay, so she's confusing him with an android. Okay, yeah, yeah, because it's an homage to First Contact. It is, when yeah. I... it's, the same, it's the same kind of scene you saw in First Contact with Data. Yeah, because when I saw that, my initial thought was like, are they like teasing that like Boimler is actually some sort of alien and doesn't know it or is hiding it? And but okay, no, that that actually makes the joke make more sense. Yeah, yeah, she thinks he's she thinks he's he's a data. Okay. <laughs> what was your favorite one? Um, I had well, I already mentioned the one about the Borg taking everything that Boimler was. Uh, my other favorite was when uh, Yim, the designer of all the of all the uh, hollow deck or the hollow training programs. Uh, is telling Mariner, sorry, I didn't rig the horses, and Mariner is just like, horses love me, shut up. <laughs> what was your uh, favorite uh, old Star Trek reference? Oh man, the Star Trek 3 reference was like the final test for them to like, in the simulation, when then they break a record for like the lowest score by not even making it out of the dock. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you remember how, was, like, because uh, they were originally going to go all the way to the Genesis planet and save Spock. Like, that's the whole mission. Yeah. They didn't even yeah. get out of the, talk, <laughs> the space talk. Yep. All because Mariner and Freeman can't stop fighting. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was either uh, Mirror Migliamu, the uh, bird counselor in the Mirror universe, just being the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Or um, for some reason, the Mariner, like, on horseback uh, felt like an homage both to Spectre of the Gun, which we already mentioned, but also the show Westworld. Mm -hmm. So I, I really enjoyed uh, both yeah. of those. I'm going to go through each of the uh, the hollow tests that they had, and you're going to tell me which one you'd you rather would you like to partake in, okay? Oh, man. So I, here, I have my own drill to get through, I see. Yeah, here, here are the options. There's the Naked Time, Naked Now. There's Mirror, Mirror. Spectre of the Gun, Wrath of Khan, Search for Spock, Q Who, which had the baby Borg in it. That's why I put yeah, that yeah. one. Cupid, because the junior officer yep. gronks by. And then Ethics, which is where Tendi has to assist in Klingon suicide. Uh, definitely uh, the Naked Time and the Naked Now seems like the funnest. Um, you know, Contra Mariner, uh, it seems like it would be a good time. And uh, I would have to say that Naked Time is also the source of one of my all-time favorite Uhura lines. When uh, Sulu calls her a, a fair maiden and she indignantly looks at him and is like, I'm neither. That's funny. <laughs> I'm all about, you know, I'm all about the Turan Empire, so I'm going with Mirror Mirror. I think that would be awesome. I don't, even with all the musical elements, that was 
that was the thing that Discovery Season 3 did that made me think the Mirror Universe was truly evil when it was all a Hamilton tribute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally did. I think Mirror Mirror is where I'd want to be. I know I wouldn't want to be on anything with Q. Because <laughs> that just... That's too scary for me. Did you think it was... Uh kind of odd that they didn't do any voyager ds9 uh tributes i did i did yeah it was all uh, original series or uh next gen i don't know i, I think the tone kind of fit better to maybe have it more focused on original series and next gen but yeah it did it did kind of feel a little a little odd to have no uh no voyager ds9 i mean the enterprises are the flagship probably right. like the standard training thing so they would base it off the enterprise yeah. yeah but on the other hand it's like both ds9 and voyager are pretty famous that's i think the other episodes of the show establishes that so you were able to actually tell me the race or whatever of the of the administrator of pendronian what is that from I yeah, I yeah. I, I honestly hadn't remembered it at all, but there's an episode in season two um, where you get a, a Pandronian named Commander Bim. Season two of what? Oh, sorry. Season two of the original animated series. Oh, it was from the animated series. Okay. That's what I, okay, because what I saw, I was like, I have no clue what the hell this is. There's no way they actually showed this on, like, this on live action screens. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Okay. But the, her, her, her design is basically the, exactly the same as Commander Bim's, and also Yim has basically the same plot function as Commander Bim, too, although it plays out a little different, but yeah, like, Commander Bim is, like, sent to observe the 1701 and, like, kind of judge Kirk. Weirdly, if the original animated series had gotten a season three, then apparently they would have made the Pandronian Commander Bim into a member of the crew. I feel like I need to go back and watch this animated series, but I, I just don't know. I'm Bonus thinking content, that man. when we finish this podcast, I may be willing to go back and watch it. Like after we finish the, when, when Lower Decks is up in two episodes. Are, is Discovery going to come on right after Lower Decks, or is there going to be a... Or no, Prodigy's going to come on Prodigy, right, right yes. after... Yeah. So I don't have to decide between Prodigy and the original animated series? Is that what you're saying? That's your Sophie's Choice, man. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I don't know if I... I don't... I don't I, I'm actually really going to have to think on that one. Well, we might... I don't know, man. We might have a pretty consecutive block of Star Trek content uh, for a while, because... We, I think we've got Prodigy coming up next. And then I think Disco, isn't Disco supposed to start again late this yeah. year? And then Picard and then, starts in the beginning of 2022. Yeah. And then it's, it sounds like we probably won't see Strange New Worlds till like maybe, maybe, maybe summer or fall next year. Yeah. We've got all this Trek content to cover. How are we going to do it? Oh, well, guess I can't watch the original animated series. Uh, we'll, we'll make time. We'll make time. Shucks. Don't you worry. Don't right. you worry. And then another thing I noticed in this episode, though, you got to see the cat doctor and the buff, Bob. How'd you feel about that? I was fine. It was yeah. funny how she was uh, sleeping on top of Shaq's. Funny how she got knocked out of the bunk. That was, all, that was all nice. All right. So only two episodes left of this season of Lower Decks. Any predictions? Anything you think is going to happen? Yeah, no, I, I suspect they'll do something pretty similar to the structure of last season. I think I said this last week where the penultimate episode will, you know, kind of set something up and then the ultimate episode of the finale will, you know, finish it off. But yeah, it's not like I expect it to be a two-parter or anything. 
All right, well, this has been Babylon 5 versus DS9, the galaxy's greatest podcast about the two great 90 space station shows. I'm Bob from Cascadia. That's Matt from the Southland. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening.